What's up, everyone? Welcome to Bench. We are the Tobar Brothers. Wednesday, November 1st, 2023. November 1st. Happy holidays, brother. Happy holidays. It is now acceptable to play. Happy holidays. Yeah. Mariah Carey and Michael Michael and Michael Bublé have fully defrosted. They are now singing uh, throughout every Macy's in America. I love Isn't it Christmas when you walk into like a you walk in it's like a May season. You hear the dun, 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 dun. Oh, like, yeah. oh, it's time. Yeah, like, you're not getting buy a real. Single thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, yeah. It's just this time of year is just awesome. Like just happy holidays. Football is in, in the heart of it. Yes. Basketball is already going. Baseball's in the World Series. It's a great time for sports. You see, a couple of days ago, every single sport was going. It's the thirtieth time it's happened ever. Like every single major just, sport was going at the same time. It's a good time, baby. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, this is episode number 47, creeping up on 50. We're not going to attempt 47 because there's no famous 47s. If you were number 47, it's because you joined the team late and they have anything left. Chris Cooley and Trey Burton. I was going to say Trey Burton, you piece of crap. Trey Burton. Well, guys, I, I can remember. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then Chris Cooley. Remember him? Chris Cooley. Absolutely. Yeah. I guess a tight end could rock yeah. it. Uh, this is episode number yeah. 47, uh, three episodes away from number 50. Happy about that. And um, if you are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for joining us. We uh, are so thankful that you would spend a couple of minutes uh, with us talking football. It is an exciting time in football. You have trade deadline just oh, went by. The home stretch. Teams have, teams have recognized themselves as contenders, and they're going for it. And we are here for it. Uh, very excited about that. Yep. We also got some other stuff to get into today. Um, some news. And then Angels Heavenly Top 10. Uh, top 10 is getting competitive here. Some teams are um, – it was a weird weekend of football Ooh. as far as, as, far as uh, wins, losses, and spreads and all that. And so Angel's going to give us his uh, newest version of Angel's Heavenly Top 10. Are we in version 8? 9? Version 9. This is week 9, right? Ooh. Version 9. 8? Uh, Angel's I – think, I think you're right. I think version 9. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, it's going to be a good show. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, let's get into the news. All right, the news is brought to you by 818 Brewing. And as you can tell, I didn't address it, but yes, I'm still in San Diego. Car's still in the shop. Hope to be home tomorrow. Yeah. I just need to get home. I'm Super, still, get your get still, your stuff together. Yeah, we're still uh we're still holding it down over here in LA for you. But yeah. um yeah, yeah, these we don't really do Zoom shows a lot, so this is this is kind of new. But yeah. um ready, ready to get back to the studio, back home. In the studio. Yeah, absolutely. All right, into the news here. Uh, Kirk Cousins has had surgery on that torn Achilles, and he is um, eyeing recovery now. It sounds like he's coming back. And if you listen to some of the language in press conference, especially with Kevin O'Connell, not completely uh, door closed on him coming back to the Minnesota Vikings. Whoa. This year or, like, next year? Or, like, did he next say, year. like, come back this year? Yeah, next year. Obviously, there's no – there's no um, um, but, but treatment that's going to get him back this year. That that ship has sailed. Yeah. Um, but next, next year, year, not out of the round possibility. Yeah, I think quarterbacks I mean, they're four and four, four right now. Yeah, four and four right now. I think uh, they could just say we could just keep our head above water and make a playoff run, and still have the same team next year with all the guys you have this year. Yeah, they weren't they weren't sellers at the deadline, so there's no white flag yeah. being waved in Minnesota. 
Um, but on to hear some huge news that broke late last night. If you're on the West Coast, uh, early in the morning, if you're on the East Coast. Um, but on Halloween, Mr. Davis decided Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler out in Las Vegas and then gave Mike Lombardi the night to get a nice rest, nice night, night of sleep and said, Mike, you're gone too. And so no offensive coordinator, yeah. no head coach, no GM. I like to think that I'm not a big Josh McDaniels fan ever, ever at all. No, no, no. So no, no. I think that he's out. You hate him. Like you, yeah, do I, not I do like, not like. I do not like Josh McDaniels. Yeah, uh, and I think that he was out with his family trick or treating, and then he gets the phone call. He's like, "Hey, hey, what's up? Hey, uh, can you get some required books? Yeah, yeah, sure. Kids, kids, hold on, hold on. He goes to like a bathroom, and he's like, "Well, your ass is fire." <laughs> what? That's what I want to think because what Ooh. he did to the Denver Broncos, what he did to the Colts, both were shady. Both were. He, this is called karma, my friend. This is called karma. Yeah, Angel's referring to Bye, the Josh. to him uh, a couple years ago saying, yes, Colts, I will be your new head coach. Getting on the plane, on the plane saying, hey, pilot, turn this puppy around. I changed my mind, Colts. Sorry about you. And then, of course, he was the coach of the uh, Denver Broncos in 2010. Lost uh, 17 of 28 games there, then was fired. And now with the Raiders, he has lost 16 of his 25 games there and is once again out. Um, Antonio Pierce, remember him? Giants linebacker? He was fun. Yeah. I When the name came up, I had to, like, dive into the football IQ of my mind. And, like, oh, yeah, that guy, that linebacker, was that loudmouth linebacker. Yeah. He, he goes from linebacker coach to interim head coach. Good for him. Uh, good, good for you, Antonio yep. Pierce. In, in, the, in the head coaching circle. It's a, a promotion, my friend. Absolutely. Uh, he is the new head coach. Um, with the McDaniels firing, they have also made a move at quarterback. Jimmy G goes on the bench where he belongs. I think every Raider fan, every football fan, everyone who watched Monday night's game would say that. And Aiden O'Connell, you're up, young man. It's This is a weird situation. Uh, I don't know why they didn't do this before the deadline because it may, maybe they could have moved Jimmy G or one of these veteran pieces. Um, but, yeah, Aiden O'Connell, no – no offensive coordinator, no head coach that drafted him. So not really sure if he's set up for success. But he still has Devontae Adams out there and Jacoby Myers and Hunter Renfro. Maybe they, maybe now Hunter Renfro will like become a player again. Maybe this is the problem. Maybe. I mean, we were talking about it last night, and it's still a great roster. Max Crosby yeah. deserves to be mentioned with Parsons, with Bosa, with Watt, with Garrett, all those guys. He is an ant. Like, yeah. I, I'm convinced. Like, he is a cornerstone for a great defense. Like, if you want to build a great defense, he can absolutely, absolutely be your guy. Um, on offense, the guys you just mentioned, Jacoby Myers, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, last year's leading rusher, you have talent here. McDaniels was just crapping all over it, you know, not letting uh, stars be stars. The system was the star. Uh, you know, the, the star changed every week. It could be, um, you know, Kobe Myers one week, or it could be uh, Devontae Adams one week, or it could be, you know, whatever. He was changing it up on them. And um, I'm hoping now, you're hoping now, that with Aiden O'Connell and whoever's going to be calling the offense, that they're able to maximize these incredible weapons that they have in this offense. Yeah, the, this team is the, – the, this seems talented. I just didn't like the head coach, and now we'll see next year. This would be a fun spot to put coordinators that, that we like in because of all the talent there. and. 
Right. Um, you just got to get a GM, head coach combo that you feel confident in. And, but Raider fans, you should be very happy. You got oh, a toxic be. head coach, a bad GM, and a, apparently a bad OC. This is how you start over. But you're not starting off with, with nothing. You could be a lot. You could have right. gutted the roster at the deadline and then fired them. Right. But, you know, you kept your stars. Now just get a, get a guy that – a GM, a coach that you believe in. Next year, I wouldn't be surprised if they get the right head coach and they're right back in the thick of being uh, maybe one of the teams to contend in the AFC. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think they're – I mean, yeah. they're in a better position than um, a lot of these teams are going to, quote-unquote, start their rebuild. Um, yeah. I think they're in a great position, and I'm excited for them. I know <laughs> – just from what we've posted on our socials, follow at Benched Show on Instagram, uh, TikTok, and Twitter, or X. Uh, but just what we posted on those platforms, um, it's just celebration across Raider Nation. Yeah. Celebrating. Yeah. They're fine. They just feel like, okay, this dark cloud is now out of us, and the sky's the limit once again. And uh, yeah. I'm excited for Raider Nation. I think this is a fun thing for them. And uh, yeah. it's about time. Good move. for we, We're critical of Davis. Um the the uh the owner of course um but but good move good move yeah yeah okay moving on here uh falcons this morning have named taylor heineke their starting quarterback for this week angel this week this week only i don't know if you saw arthur smith made That's... it very clear he said this week about 15 times in about a three minute clip this guy must be the youngest of like 12 siblings and he must be the shortest of 12 siblings and have and the ugliest wife of uh, 12 siblings. The smallest and everything. Car. Yeah. Yeah. The smallest car. Yep. And the smallest hand of. Okay. Socks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fault. I shouldn't have set you up for that. I put you in a position yeah, where you couldn't win. It's called a lob and then a dunk. No. Yep, you did. Arthur Smith is such like. He overthinks the hell out of everything about being a head coach. I know it takes a lot to be a coach, a lot. I couldn't do it. Most people couldn't do it, even though we kind of, you know, we we backseat coach on, you know, from the TV, you know, right. whatever. Overthinking the B. John Robinson usage, overthinking which is the best quarterback, overthinking the Kyle Pitts usage, overthinking the, the Drake London usage. Yep. What are you doing? Hates and fantasy now, football. For this week, for this week, he's the better quarterback. Riddler's not – Riddler's okay. Heineke is a little bit above okay. Now he's still okay, but a little bit above okay. Just be smart, dude. Yeah, he's held off Heineke. Use your assets. For eight weeks, but Heineke finally breaks the starting lineup here. And I, you got to imagine all those weapons are like, thank God. Thank God someone who could throw the ball more than 15 yards down the field. Um, so Heineke in as the starter there. And um, that's pretty much all the all the like news that isn't trade deadline stuff. We're going to get into that in a second. Um, real quick, I just got a text or a yeah. Twitter notification that Deshaun Watson's practicing today. And so we've talked a lot about Deshaun Watson on this oh. show. He will practice on a limited basis today. Um, they need him back, of course. And we know, we both believe the Browns, sky's the limit if, if Deshaun's playing okay football. Yeah, I I heard a quote by uh, Kevin O'Connell that they might rest him again this week, even if he does practice. Um, resting for, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he's resting for. I, I guess in his, contract, his contract, he has, he must have had like fully guaranteed. Plus, he wants two bye weeks, just that's, him. That's One bye week is team. Yeah, but frustrating. Um, frustrating. Moving on here, as many of you know, yesterday was the um, trade deadline. Very exciting times, and we had some big moves. Defense 
was the theme of the day. And we're going to get into all these moves here, starting with the one that happened a day before the deadline. Uh, Seahawks trade for Leonard Williams, D-tackle from the New York Giants. Uh, the full details of the trade is that the Giants receive a 2024 second and a 2025 fifth from the Seahawks for uh, the former All-Pro, I believe, defensive tackle, former New York Jet, New York Giant, now moves across the country to Seattle. Huge move. I know you love this. Tell me about yeah. it. Yeah, I like it because that Seattle defense already one of the most underrated units in the league. They don't allow a lot of points. They're tough. And what this does now is give them a kind of an anchor in the middle. They don't have someone who's his caliber to put right in the middle of this defense. Uh, I love this for the Seahawks. This is such a smart move. And it's smart on the ha- on the part of uh, Giants, too. Like, big contract. You're not winning anything this year. Get off it and get something back for them. Uh, both sides, this, this is a win-win. Yeah, but you got to think, by time Leonard Williams, or by time the Giants are ready to compete again, Leonard Williams will just be a very expensive older player. And so, yeah, yeah I completely agree with you. This is the right move for them. And the Seahawks, um, the Niners in the division. And Niners, of course, their D-line will get into it. They added to it a little bit. Um, And so the Seahawks feel that pressure as well. Um, Seahawks have a great secondary at this point. And they beefed up their defensive line. Very excited about this. You got to remember, they also added Frank Clark a couple days ago as well. And so Frank Clark, Leonard Williams, added to this defensive line that is, I believe, they're they're the leader in sacks. Like it's no mistake that they're on top of that division right now. That defense is very good. It's kind yeah. of a no name kind of defense, but they're a bunch of dogs over there, man. I love that Seattle defense. That whole team. Leonard Williams this year, twenty one tackles, a sack and a half in seven games. Uh, very excited. Let's move on here. But he's not a. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's a he'll stuff the middle line. Is that what you're gonna say? That's not yeah, his. Not really, yeah, yeah, not really a sack guy. Yeah, yeah. So don't let that fool you. He's a good player. Uh, moving on, we're going to do this one real quick. It's not a huge move, but um, Atlanta Falcons are a contender. Atlanta Falcons um, acquire um, Contavious Street from the Philadelphia Eagles. The main thing you need to know here, uh, it was just a, a seventh and sixth round pick swap. The main thing you know you know here is that they are trying to mitigate the loss of Greg uh, Jarrett. That's what yeah. It's- yeah, this is just a – I'm not making sure if he'll start, but he's a nice uh, rotational piece. This right. is a good move for them. It's not going to make up for, for Jarrett, but – Solid, solid move for them. Yeah, huge move in Chicago. Chicago trades uh, for the commander's defensive end, Montez Sweat. Sweat this year, Woo! 32 tackles, six and a half sacks, uh, seven and a half stuffs. I'm not sure that's that is. And two forced fumbles. He's a force on the defensive line, and now he goes over to Chicago to be really the cornerstone of their defense, along with Jalen Johnson if he sticks around. Uh, Montez Sweat to the Bears. He goes for a second-round pick. Yeah, Sweat. Sweat's been underrated his entire career. I mean, yeah. he, he had his he had his, his least amount of sacks in one season is five. This year, six and a half. This guy's been underrated. He's been more productive sack-wise than Chase Young has been, but without the name recognition, right. without the second overall pick hype. I love this for for uh, for the Bears who are just trying to establish something defensively. Obviously, they put a bunch of money towards linebackers now. Uh, 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 linebackers in the offseason. Now they get that D-line beefed up. I love this. And the commanders are sellers. Decent decent return. Another win-win. Yeah. You got to remember the Bears, Ryan Poles, their GM, what he said, he said it's a three-year rebuild. And so that would mean yeah. next year is the year they compete. And so you got to think this defense going into this offseason where they're going to have a ton of cap um, 
Jalen Johnson, hopefully they resign him. They have to resign yeah. um, uh, Montez Sweat. They yeah. have the two yeah. linebackers in the middle. That's the makings of a pretty good defense. Um, their yeah. 10 sacks this season are the fewest in the league. So they really badly needed uh, Montez Sweat. Excited about the yeah. Bears. Anything else on them? No, I just uh, – hindsight's twenty twenty. I wish it would have just signed Rokon Smith to a big deal. He yeah. had Sweat and Jan Johnson. But you have you, you have uh, Edmonds, who's a very good linebacker, you know. Good for, good for them. Like um, The next one here, all credit to you because you um, called this Vikings acquired quarterback Josh Dobbs from the Cardinals. Of course, Kirk Cousins goes down with an Achilles tear this past Sunday. Josh Dobbs comes in. Presumably, he's going to be the QB1 eventually. I know they said that Jaron Hall is going to start this week, the rookie from BYU. And maybe if he shows out, he keeps the job. But most likely, Josh Dobbs uh, is coming in here to be the starter. Um, this year, playing for the Cardinals, he was a – he was a surprise, completed 62% of his passes, oh, uh, just over 1,500 yards, eight touchdowns, five interceptions. Also some, some rushing numbers here, 250 yards, uh, three touchdowns. He's no slouch. Him and the Vikings, are they still are they still uh, competing for the NFC North? He might compete for a wild card. I think uh, I think Dobbs is good enough. He'll keep the offense moving. I'm not sure if it, it, it definitely now has a, has a limit to how high it can go because Dobbs is good, not Kirk Cousins is good. But I like this for the uh, for the Vikings and for, for for Vikings fans. At least you know, like we're trying to win this thing every year. So yeah, yeah, I like it. And yeah, then like the it. Uh, yeah, and the Cardinals. You no need for Josh Dobbs. You have your franchise guy as of right now, Kyler Murray coming back. Uh, you have a a, uh, a rookie Clayton Tune that you want to see a little bit. So right. it's a, this is another win win. This is one of my favorite trades of the whole deadline. Was this trade could help both teams out, and it was such an obvious fix for both sides. Right. And while people would have preferred like a, a Jacoby Brissett uh, type player or one of those high-end backups, Josh Dobbs is every bit as talented as those guys. And um, yeah, I mean, look out. I mean, this is, you put, you give a team like this a real underdog mentality and who knows what happens. You know, they can make a, a run here. The NFC North, in my opinion, um, is not wide open in the sense the Lions aren't any good, but it's not like there's a lot. It's it's gonna all they gotta compete with is Lions. The Packers seem yeah. like they're struggling. The Bears may, might be too little too late for them. Um, the Vikings have worked hard to get back to 500 or over 500, right? Or 500. The Vikings are four and four right now. Yeah. Um. So keep an eye on the Vikings. Josh Dobbs, easy guy to root for. Um. Yeah. Also a rocket scientist. Also very hard to find a quarterback midseason. Ask the Cleveland yeah. Browns how 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 it's like to absolutely use a quarterback that's not very good. Good for the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings were buyers and sellers here. They sent mm -hmm. Andrew Cleveland, the guard, I believe, was drafted just a couple years ago, um, to the Jaguars. The Jags fortify that interior offensive line. Cleveland started 45 games at left guard for the Vikings uh, before being sidelined by an injury the last two games in which Dalton Reisner came in and pretty much took his job. Um, the Vikings sending a six-round pick. Uh, sorry, the Jags are sending a six-round pick for Cleveland. Cheap price. I think it's a great move for the Jags. What do you think? Yeah, this is a kind of an L for the Vikings. I would just kept them either way. I, I know he's on a contract year, but like you, you can never be without too many good linemen. I mean, he's been he's been solid, and the Jaguars just capitalized on a, on a situation where the Vikings had too many, and we'll take them. The Jaguars line is not. Yeah, I think it's thirtieth in um in win rate. It's it's it's, it's not very good. It's not a very good very good offensive line. So. This is a win for the Jaguars. I love this for Jacksonville, who's six and two. They're on top of the world right now. Add a little cherry on top, a little another another nice lineman. I love it. 
Good yeah, them. one of the reasons I was thinking I don't love it for the Vikings is that you got to imagine that offense is going to get pretty run heavy now with Madison and Akers. <clears throat> and yeah. Don Reiser might be fine, but you can never have too much depth at yes. an offensive line, especially Lineman. if you're going to be that kind of team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that works out for them. Uh, the Lions made a move for a wide receiver that me and you both love. That's Donovan Peoples-Jones, yeah. headed to Detroit from the Browns. The Lions are giving the Browns a six-round pick in 2025. So a six-round pick in two years for Donovan Peoples-Jones. That is absolutely great value that's, in my eyes. That's that's literally free. Like, just yeah. take him. We don't want him. Yeah, have a pick in two years. Uh, Peoples-Jones ha- has really Jeez. not used much in Cleveland. Uh, eight catches for 97 yards, um, and that's about it. Last year, had 61 catches for over 800 yards, three touchdowns. So he was a lot more involved last year. Hadn't really been involved this year, maybe with the acquisition of Cedric Tillman and Elijah Moore. But now, talk about him on the Lions. Yeah, no, I think this kind of, when I first heard this, it was kind of like why the Browns do But for the Lions part, this makes me think of that Almond Ross St. Brown injury is a little bit more than they're giving off. Like, yeah, they don't, Jameson Williams hasn't really been too much and, Josh Reynolds has been up and down, and Marvin Jones obviously left. Um, this kind of make, makes you think, like, maybe maybe Amon Ross St. Brown is a little more hurt than they're telling us. And this is just a, a good guy who's – he's a height-weight speed guy. He's, he's a tall guy who who can run, not a bad athlete. He, he can think he's easily the second-best wideout on that team now, like, easily. Yeah, he I mean, he's he showed so much last year. I thought he was very impressive. Obviously has that top-end speed. But not a small guy. I think he's he's yeah. well over six two. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Yes, he's he's going to be a nice addition for that Lions team that, um, you know, we both were talking about needed one more piece maybe after that Monday night game, even though they won that game pretty easily. Uh, but Brown side, the Brown side is don't dumb. get it. Look, look, you're 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 struggling to create offense right now. You're sh- I mean, though you scored you scored a lot last week uh, or. Um, against the Colts, right? Yeah. But still, for a team that quarterback is kind of a iffy point, you want to keep as many weapons at, as you can. I don't understand giving up a weapon like this. Um, for nothing. And then they must they must really love Tillman or Elijah yeah. Moore to give this up. I don't – it doesn't really make sense for the Browns. I like, the winner here for me is obviously the uh, Lions. Yeah, also the winner here is Donovan Peoples-Jones. Grew up in Detroit. Yeah. Went to Michigan. Yeah. Now plays for the Lions. There's pictures of him. As a kid wearing a Lions jersey, those are all always fun stories. So uh, good. And go to a really good team. Yeah, yeah. Gender right away. So, um, yeah. a couple more here. The Bills acquire cornerback Russell Douglas from the Packers. I know on Pat on all the Packers um, uh, social media sites, they were mourning the loss of this guy, Russell Douglas. Yeah. Some some big interceptions, some big turnovers for them at key moments, and they fell in love with him soon. But we both agree this is the right move for the Packers. Yeah, to get a third-round pick for a veteran corner who's older and not going to be part of your long-term yeah. plan, just to give a, a third and Douglas – or a fifth and Douglas for uh, the Bills' third, that's a great deal. And they signed him off the street a couple years ago. So yeah. the return on yeah. investment here is through the roof. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then for the Bills, the Bills, they uh, – I think I saw uh, this morning that Elam might be put on, might be put on IR. Uh, this is a great veteran corner. You could just throw him out there immediately. He's not. Re- he's like a playmaker corner, which is what you want for a team like the Bills, where you know they're a little suspect in that in that secondary right now, especially at corner. So th- this is a 
win-win both sides, but obviously the Bills get the better player right now. So, yeah, love it. He's referring to Kair Elam, who was the 2022 yeah. first-round pick. Hasn't really played much this year. Um, had yeah. a strong year last year, but really just, I guess, hasn't um, fit the bill this year. So, yeah, he, and Rasul, he's, he, yeah he's been banged up this year. And they're, they, uh, this morning I saw that they were debating to put him on IR. This is not – yeah, so it's not a mistake about why they went for – Right. Why they went for Douglas, and also they lost White earlier. Uh, right. Davis White to injury, so just and he seems throw, to throw, fit throw, in yeah. that secondary with just solid, smart, tough veteran players. You think of Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Taylor Rapp. No, he seems to fit yeah. in with those kind of players. Uh, very versatile players as well. Uh, moving on yeah. here, we have about six minutes. Let's get into it. The biggest trade of the day: the 49ers with an already stacked defensive line, Joey Bosa, Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, they added Randy Gregory, Javon Kinlaw there, Drake Jackson. They now trade for defensive end Chase freaking Young. Oh, this is, my God. This is this was the trade that we needed to have for this deadline. We need a yeah. little – we need the, the crown jewel for this deadline. Yes. And it happened to be the one of the teams that are struggling right now that should not be struggling – the Niners acquiring Chase Young, number two overall pick, uh, what, four years ago now. This yeah. is a great pick for them. Yeah, what a wild idea to think of Chase Young, Nick Bosa, once again re- reunited. They played together in Ohio State. They were top yep. two picks in back-to-back years. I mean, two yep. stud players. Uh, I, I watched um, Chase Young a couple times this year playing, when, the, when he played the Eagles. He looks like he's he's if not all the way back, he's very close. Fifteen tackles, five sacks on the season. He looks really strong. He's eighth in the NFL with thirty-eight pressures. Adding him to this defensive line is just such a home run, such a such a Super Bowl move. Yeah, you have Bosa obviously. Then you have Drake Drake Jackson already there. You have Randy Gregory that you got from the from the Broncos for absolutely nothing. Yeah, and then you add Chase Young just to uh, just for perimeter rushers. Then you have. Obviously, Armstead, you have Hargrave, you have Kinlaw uh, uh, in the middle. What this does is that you keep these guys fresh the entire game. Yeah. Rotate, rotations, keep mix, mix them up. Bosa's been slow this year because he held out, and it's kind of showing now. But Chase Young gives this as – this gives Chase Young something that he's never had before is a better pass rusher on his team. Well, better, you know, yeah. stats-wise. Um, Chase Young now will get a lot of one-on-ones, and if he's playing the way he's playing this year – he might have a career year just because he might get all the opportunity to be fresh, be healthy, and not see double teams. Yeah, it truly – if if there couldn't be any more pressure on Brock Purdy, I mean, but now that – Oh, God. I said that really yeah, weird, a, but I thought there could be any more pressure on Brock Purdy, but I think there is more now. Like, this team is so yeah. ready. Yeah, we, we, we talked about it um, right after they made this trade. If the Niners don't win now – I don't want to hear any kind of excuses. Yeah. You have everything you could possibly want. This is literally a team you create in Madden. Just you start stacking players and stacking superstars. You have everything you want. Now it's just a main now it's just a thing of can you be healthy until the playoffs? And once you get there, can you win the games? On paper, they have the most talent I have seen in a long time. Yeah. It has to be an incredible feeling for the faithful there in Santa Clara to know that their owner will just keep writing checks. It seems like this yeah. – I mean, do, do they, you do they apply? I mean, do they do – they, do they, uh, does the salary cap apply to them? They just keep going and getting guys. 
it's a fugaze. Salary cap for some teams is just fugaze. They, they'll just manipulate it. I know next year they're going to be kind of cap hell. But right now, look, use this little time of up two when you have Brock Purdy not getting paid pennies compared to the rest of the team. Yeah. This is what you do. This is why it's so crucial when you have a quarterback on a rookie contract to just go in all in around him. This is the yeah. – this is – and John Lynch has what – he just – he just royally – about the cuts. He royally screwed up the Trey Lance trade. Yeah. But no one remembers that anymore now because this is because he just keeps trading to gets better and better and better. I mean, you got to take chances. And if you win yeah. one, people will completely forget about it. Yeah, not a great drafter, but an absolute shark on the free agency. Yep. Um, yeah. Quick note here about the 49ers. They already have what many think is the best defensive line, 18 sacks um, in the season so far. Um, adding Young here, it's it's huge. It's a, for a conditional third-round pick. They will pay him just over half a million this year. So just if it couldn't get any better, a little, little nugget on top. Yeah, and it's the it's the third-round pick that they got. It's a comp pick that that they got for D'Amico Ryan's leaving. So it's it's at the end of that third round. It's not even in the you know the first. It's in the part of the third round where they start throwing out comp picks. It's really a fourth round pick, but the win for the for the fourth round and for the Commanders, you get a second for you get a second for Chase and you get a third for for a Sweat. You're obviously in a rebuild. You have a lot of draft picks now. So yeah, big move for the Commanders. They now have a first, two seconds, two thirds. That sounds like capital that they could possibly move up and get a quarterback, if you ask me. And just over yeah. just uh just over ninety million in cap space projected for Start next. Start tanking right now. Yeah. They are Tank rebuilding. What? I love what Josh yeah. Harris is doing. If they're going to rebuild, rebuild the right way. If you're not if you're not going to do it all the way, just don't do it. Yeah, you know. Um, and to be honest, that Commanders team, the whole you know, we thought they would be great. It just burned out and never got going. And if you know it's not working, get out of it and get as much as you can because. Chase Young and Sweat were, were about to walk for nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, I the, good deal. Yeah, that's a trade deadline uh, recap here. It was a very exciting time. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with Angels Heavenly Top 10 version 9. Right? Take it right. Let's go. 9. Okay, sure. we'll be right Let's back. Let's do it. Yeah. And welcome back to Benched. What's up? Uh, it is time. For my version 9.0 of Angels Heavenly Top 10, very excited about this one. A lot of movers and shakers at the top and the bottom of, of, of this list, and let's get into it right now. At number 10, the Dallas Cowboys. A dominant win over the Rams. Lamb, uh, C.D. Lamb reminded us what he's capable of. If their defense plays like this, this is how far this defense, this team is dependent on how far their defense can, can, can take them. They did not buy anything as far as weapons at the deadline. Might hurt them long-term. But a huge game this week against the Eagles. This will show us a lot about who this Cowboys team is and what they're capable of. Is there- at, number, at number nine, the Seattle Seahawks. I can only describe this team as a professional football team. They are neither. They, they don't have any elite guys on, on either side. They are full of a bunch of really good players led Dogs. by a veteran head coach. Who knows what? Who knows what he's doing? I then this defense, off this this defense is underrated. Only a, a allowing fifty points in the last four games. Now add Leonard Williams. This defense will take them like much of the Cowboys as as far as they go. But offensively, if Geno plays better, they have room to uh, improve, which is crazy because they're five yeah. and two right now. At number eight, the Buffalo Bills. A uh, good good team win over the Bucks. As of right now, they're in my good my good 
my good graces. I'm sure they'll break they'll break my heart. But speaking of another good game, another good matchup this week against the Bengals in prime time. This will this is will be a real slingshot. If they were to beat the Bengals in prime time on Sunday, they might move up this list. But right now they're at number eight. At number seven, the uh, Miami Dolphins. Jalen Ramsey has entered the chat. His first game back has a crucial interception. Uh, there's a playmaker to add to that uh, defensive side. And also on top of that dynamic offense, I still have questions about them in big games, beating big teams, uh, but they have all year to figure that out right now. Six and two uh, O-line's getting healthier and should get rookie speedster Devon A-Chain or HN back. Uh, but right now they're the, the number seven team for me. Okay. At number six, the, the Detroit Lions. After a brutal loss to the Ravens, they kicked some major R's on Monday Night Football against the the, the Raiders, which everyone does now. Uh, rookie, <laughs> rookie, rookie Jameer Gibbs and rookie Sam Laporta elevate this offense to a different level. If they can get these two guys going alongside Amon Ross St. Brown and Jared Goff and now DNP, uh, Dominic Peoples-Jones, uh, this offense has room to grow still, and the defense just gets it done. They have they, – they're such a grit team that on defense you can't name four guys not name two guys not named um, uh, Adam Hutchinson like it's just it's just crazy yeah uh, but but for right now uh, number sixteen in the NFL for me and number five the Jacksonville Jaguars big big win over the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers now six and two on top of the AFC they did not lose in the month of October so that will automatically elevate you to a top five team in my rankings. Yeah. Defense takes the ball away while the offensive plays while the offense plays plays smart. Um, we're so I have still questions about Trevor Lawrence, but as of right now, this team doesn't care. They're winning. They're six and two, uh, dominant hold on that on that whole on the whole division. They're one of the better teams in the AFC. Yeah. At number four is the 49ers. Now I'm probably going to get heat because I had them over the Jags and the Lions and the Dolphins. Uh, 49ers come here at number four with a five and three record, loser of three in a row, but buyers at the deadline. Um, this uh, this is more of a of, of a of a confident placement here. They added to that D line. Purdy will hopefully improve. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm sure he's still concussed right now. They just didn't report it. <laughs> uh, Debo 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 Samuel being out hurts them. Trent Williams hurts them even more so. Ever since Trent Williams went out, that offense has not looked the same at all. Right. So get those two guys, get those two guys back with Shanahan calling these you know plays. I think they'll bounce back, but I'm not going to overreact. I know I should probably, but I'm not going to overreact too much. But they rank now; they've fallen out of the top three for me at number four. At number three, the Baltimore Ravens. They nearly lost a trap game to the Cardinals on Sunday. They nearly lost it, but still, this team is just. This team, Lamar Jackson didn't even play well, and they still win these types of games. This team is well-built from the ground up. Good offensive line, good D-line, good pass rush, good cornerbacks. And obviously, Lamar Jackson playing at another MVP level this year. Um, should have been buyers at the deadline for a running back, but they can get they, they can get away with a committee uh, approach there. But as of right now, the number three team in the NFL for me. At number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, they lost a divisional game's. It happens, okay? Even if, even though it's to the Broncos, it happens. Everyone has one of those losses that doesn't make sense. Does it add up? This is one of their, this is one of their, their, their losses. 
but they did feel the effect of no Nick Bolton in the middle of that defense. They got ran on throughout the whole game. Uh, they had to fix that, but still, I'm never going to put Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid anything lower than two or three. But uh, yeah, they, they rank uh, number 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 two this week with room to uh, uh, improve, obviously, because they're the Chiefs. At number one, fly Eagles, fly the Philadelphia Eagles. The sign of a great team are the obstacles that they can overcome. They, despite Hurts not playing the same, despite the secondary not being the same, despite having red zone issues, despite a lot of different stuff, they're still 7-1. Great teams just find a way to win. And also, they have, if it weren't for the phenomenal talent that is Tyreek Hill, we were talking about, We'd be talking about AJ Brown as the best wideout in the league, having yeah, a yeah. phenomenal year this year. Jalen Hurts and 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 AJ Brown connection is probably the top two connection in the league right now. Defense just got a dog and and Kevin Byer. They'll they'll fix that side. They've been hurt on that side, um, but as of right now, <clears throat> it's hard. Yeah, find me a better team that's playing better and overcome more than the than the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. They don't make it. They don't. They and also they have the best play in football, the most unstoppable play. And this week they threw a variation of it. They did a they did a RB swing. Teams now have to look out. Look, this team is the best in the NFL. And if you don't think so, then you're just wrong. And that is Angels Heavenly Top Ten 9.0, brought to you by nobody. Well done, sir. Well done. Take a breath. What a great this list this week was so fun to make because there's so many teams that lost or lose streaks or winning. There's so many tiers of quarterbacks you had to rank and yeah. systems, but this top 10 teams are very tough. And if the Bengals win on Sunday, they're, they're yeah. the team that was at 11. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. That's, that's the first question I had. Cause I noticed, I know you love the Bengals and I know it is a discipline for you to not throw the Bengals in here. And so I want to see what happens if the Bengals beat the bills, the Cowboys beat the Eagles and the Seahawks beat the Niners. I want to see what you're going to do because there. those are your pretty much nine through 11 teams with the Bills sitting there at eight. I don't know that that's going to be so tough uh, to figure out. Glad you're doing it. Not me. Uh, but it's, it just to think how competitive this top 10 is. The league is in such a good spot, even with all the injuries, yeah. even with all uh, the turnover at running back and all that's going on. These are 10 teams that I honestly could see any of these teams win a Super Bowl. I really could like, the talent is there. Um, there's a lot of parity in the league. It's, that's what they say. Um, I love yeah. your top four because it's really hard to penalize a team now for a terrible loss. The Eagles lost to the Jets. The Chiefs um, lost to the Broncos. The Ravens lost to the Colts. The Niners lost to um, the Browns. Um, the Browns without Watson. Without Deshaun Watson. Um, and the Colts and the Jaguars lost to the to the Texans. Everyone kind of has a du- a dumb loss. Um, so I like that you're not overreacting to that. I do think the Eagles are number one in the league, not only because they have the best record, not only um, because <clears throat> they um, they um, uh, are seven and one, best record, uh, best roster. But I think of their their losses to the Jets and the Jets. At least you can point to something and think and say, okay, well that is an elite unit. They lost to, they lost yeah. to that defense, you know. Um, but huge, and you touched it, huge massive games with massive implications on your list coming up this yeah. week um the cowboys eagles uh, uh Bengals, bills there's so much good football yeah. on this weekend 
Yeah, it reminds okay. me of college Wait. when you go into those weekends where number one's playing number six and number yeah. three's playing number eight. It's just like, whoa, these are big dogs. And I wish, honestly, I wish that these teams would carry their their ranking next to them. So I feel like it would yeah. give it some more juice, you know? Um, also, this week you would have one versus 10. You know, you would have what, four versus nine, like huge matchups. What are you going to say? Yeah. And also, no, also the, uh, the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs, no, the, no, no, the Bills game, right? One of these games is in London, where it's gonna that's, be you have, right? The uh, the Bills Bengals is in London. No, that's no. Chiefs Dolphins. Chiefs Dolphins. That's gonna be in London, so you can start all day Jeremy. with great football from literally six thirty if you're on the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, to the night game, which is gonna be which is capped off by Bengals Bills. Yeah, so, we actually gave the Germans that one. So Germans, yeah. uh, so I don't know. Mm. I mean, I guess. The Germans get the Chiefs and the Dolphins, and the um, the uh, the Brits they got uh, they got some crap games over there. Oh, they have the, they have to see Jacksonville win yeah three times or twice in a row, and but still um, that's great to bring up though because I want to talk about Jacksonville. I love that you're giving yeah. them their respect here. Listen, yeah. they are a team that a lot of people are going to have a hard time believing in because they're not winning impressively. There's not a lot of style points, but they just keep winning. Listen, five in a row is not a fluke. Five in a row is a good is that, that's a good team. And yeah, they may not have a, the talent of some of the rosters just behind them. You think of the Lions and the Dolphins and the Bills, like those are high-end talent teams. Um, but they're just winning. ETN is um really setting the tone for that offense. Uh Lawrence is doing enough. He's taking care of the football and the defense is playing lights out. I do wish they would have been more aggressive in in the trade deadline. I felt like they could have used another piece. They got Cleveland, right? I mean, yeah, I mean the defensive side. Oh yeah, yeah. I would have loved to see them get a corner or maybe a pass rusher. I, you know how I feel about you know how I feel about Walker. Right. Um, they they I could have liked I, I would like them to add a piece. Yeah, for sure. Um, but no. Overall, I love the list. I love the just. I love looking down the list and thinking, oh yeah, oh yeah, they're really good too. Oh yeah, they're. I mean, at number ten, the Cowboys are five and two. Like that is. You have some some massive, massive talent this year in the NFL, and I'm here for it. It's going to be really good. And the Bengals are right there knocking at the freaking door. Like, Bengals, if they win, if they win Sunday, Bengals, Browns, like, do you have teams that are, like, just about there missing two or the pieces or a slow start or whatever, the ha- you know, whatever happened? Um, yeah, this is – it's a great – It's a, this year you have some great teams in the NFL and a lot of good quarterbacks, which is why we have great teams. Do you have – um? Do you have teams that were just on the outside? Uh, it's the Bengals uh, and the Browns. Those are my okay. teams that are right there at the edge. Browns, if they can get the quarterback situation settled with you know Watson and the question marks there, and the Bengals, they're uh, if they can win, like, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be tough because like, Cowboys lose, they fall to five and four. Bengals win. Next week will be very fun because a lot of lot of things gonna happen next week. So right. Okay, that is Angels Heavenly Top 10 version uh, 9. Um, we're going to get into a game preview real quick for Thursday Night Football, which is all of a sudden a very fun game to watch. Um, yeah. We are going to see the Titans at 3-4, and four, taking on the Steelers at 4-3. and three. And a week ago, this would have been like, oh, okay, well, it's not going to be a great game. You got Kenny yeah. Pickett maybe coming back, and but the Steelers are probably going to win because the Titans are an absolute dumpster fire. And then steps on the field. In this, from the second round, no mm-hmm. longer dating what's her name, who sat by him for, for that whole draft fiasco. Will, wait, wait, wait. 
freaking Levis. What are you gonna say? You know the story behind behind Will Levis and his girlfriend. And, I don't, but I'm sure you do. Uh, What's up? Okay. All right. Okay. This is if you were on Twitter after Will Levis's breakout game, you saw you heard the full story. I got the full story. So this is the story. This is just this is just what I heard on Twitter, and I've heard a lot of sources say this is what this uh, uh, this is what happened. So Will mm-hmm. Levis was dating that girl who obviously was shown all over the NFL draft. She Did was you? shown about eight times. Anytime you have a, a, a hot girl on TV, you're going to show her a lot. Yeah. So, okay. He gets drafted second round, right? And then shortly at, at some point, they them two as a couple go to a Morgan Wallen concert. Okay. Okay. And they get asked to go backstage. Morgan Wallen gives her gives him, gives him her his number. Will Levis finds the number on, her, on his girlfriend's phone, dumps the girlfriend. Who, and by the way, I know I'm a big fan. Morgan Wallen is a huge Tennessee Titans fan. Dog. So Morgan Wallen's knife, the second round pick quarterback. Now, everyone was saying this is a even a bigger dub than the win. It's a bigger dub to Will to Will Levis to showing the girl. You might miss out on a future superstar quarterback because his first game out of the out of the freaking gate, four touchdowns, dropping bombs to to making Hawkins look like he's back in his prime again. I'm Hawkins. Yeah, but like, but like you said earlier. Out of nowhere, this guy shot into the stratosphere. I've watched so much film and game breakdown on Will Levis just to come with the conclusion that he's just a gunslinger. That's yeah, all. Wise, which is what they need. They need someone just yeah. some balls who's going to go out there yeah. and go for it. Yeah. And fantasy-wise, I know you in our in our most important league, um, you snuck him onto your roster. Um, in another league, I snuck him onto my roster. And you can't help but be excited about this kid. He's, yeah. big, he's strong. He looks the part. Um, he's a and, little weird. And he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Uh, well, he debunked that. He doesn't. He doesn't do that. He see him do it. But, but either way, look, this Titans team has been sleeping giants as far as offensive playmakers. They have Hopkins, obviously. We know what he can do. Traylon Burks is a very good wideout. Size, weight, speed. He is the a very good first round talent. You have Chick, uh, Chick Conkwell, right? In Conkwell, very good athlete. Very good tight end you have Kyle Phillips and then you have Derrick Henry if you throw a quarterback who can do something in this offense stats Ryan Tannehill for not doing anything yeah. uh yeah I think this is this might be the last time we see uh if he performs well tonight not a chance in the world we see Ryan Tannehill for the we should never see him again for the Titans it should be Will loves his job for the rest of the season yeah I mean we'll, let's let's see how he performs here but I agree with you so if he, he performs every well, yeah, chance yeah. he should have yeah, every yeah. chance to, to have this job and it should be taken away from him at this point because no Titans quarterback has played like this in the last couple of years. Even prime Tannehill hasn't played like this. And so Levis, he's also a great athlete. If you see him run, he has some burst. He's a big, strong kid. Um, yeah. This is going to be this is going to be a fun game. He has pretty much turned it around for the Titans. They, yeah. I, I honestly believe if he doesn't have the game he had Sunday, Derrick Henry isn't on this team. Jeffrey Simmons isn't on this team. DeAndre Hopkins isn't on this team. I think they sell everyone and they start over. Uh, but they gave that gave them some hope. The Titans are the type of team where you know Vrabel's thinking, listen, I don't need to be a number one seed. I don't need to be one of the most celebrated team. Just get me in the dance and give me a chance. And oh yeah. wow, see what I did there? Yeah, um, a little a little rhymage. Yeah, but nice. no, you know he believes, hey, just give give me a puncher's chance and I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Like he's that kind of guy. Yeah, now I told you about because you're an Eagle fan. I felt like maybe, maybe they probably should have traded Kevin Byard to the Eagles. Maybe they would have a good team. 
but but either way, they have a good team. They're only one game out of five hundred. Like yeah. like way five hundred. So yeah. Uh, this this would be a fun game. This would be a fun. Game. I can't wait to I can't wait to watch it. The spread's really low at thirty six point five. Um, so they are not buying the Will Levis breakout. <laughs> mm. and, uh, Maybe they're not buying the Matt Canada led offense. That's what that they're too. Yeah. Me. Um, I don't know. Couple of big names in this game. Obviously, T.J. Watt, eight and a half sacks, tied for third most in the NFL. He's one of the premier pass rushers. Um, mm-hmm. That will be a problem. Phenomenal. For Levis. Yeah, the Titans O line is not very good, and Watt is very good. So yeah. that's gonna be pretty fun for him. Expect big he'll, games. He'll, Sorry, go ahead. He'll, he'll have a welcome to the NFL moment when Watt comes off the edge, and yeah, yeah. Expect big games from Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears. They've been. Um, Fantastic last couple of games. The Pittsburgh is one of the worst run defenses in the NFL, allowing four and a half yards per carry to opponents. Um, that has to be probably where uh, Mike Mike Grable is going to start his attack there on the ground, just kind of try to impose his will on this Pittsburgh yeah. team. And um, I, I but you know who's coming? Back. Also, Cam Hayward's coming back too. Yes. Yes, that might help out that little maybe stat you just put out there because they've been they've been they've been really really bad against running backs. Yeah, and then um, you saw there Joey Porter Jr. named as a full time starter. No more earn your way on this team. No more earn your reps. He, he's done enough, and so we'll yeah. see probably um, Joey Porter Jr. against DeAndre Hopkins. Most so likely. DeAndre Hopkins, I'm I know played against his dad, so that's interesting. Um, also, another rookie who's going to might get a welcome to, to the league moment. Hopkins is very good. Have you followed him on social yeah. media by any chance? Hopkins, no. He has posted so many um, collage, you know, video collages of his game on Sunday. Just yeah, like probably... every different angle, like he is he... taking his victory laps on his three touchdown performance. He's probably hyped about a guy who could throw the ball past 10 yards and throw it accurately, yeah. not accurately, just throw it to him. So, yeah. 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 Too. yeah, we'll see. A couple so. things we do want to see from Levis, and you kind of touched on it there. The accuracy wasn't great. He kind of just chucked it up a couple times. Uh, but some, yeah. one of those throws, man, where he's rolling to his right and then dropping it in a bucket in the left side of the end zone, fantastic yeah. throw. He's got a rocket. He's got a cannon. And yeah. I can't wait. And I want to see him test out. The I, I want to see him spread this thing out, put Derrick Henry in a bunch of box. This is gonna be great for Derrick Henry if they can get a guy who can make those that that safety drop out of the box, make it like too high. Henry will have a another great year. This is great right. for the whole team. Yeah, I love this for yeah, just to give team. that threat. Hey, you walk that you walk that safety into the box, Minka, you know, whoever's gonna be walk that safety into the box. We will throw it over the top to Hopkins or Burks. Both those guys can yeah. fly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, a whole new element to this to this offense. Let's talk Steelers offense a little bit here. Um, they've been struggling, man. It's almost like how – I don't know how they're winning games with this offense, the way they're playing. Najee Harris, obviously, a shell of himself. Uh, Kenny Pickett, not a terribly effective quarterback. Uh, George Pickens kind of up and down, although he's been way more consistent, I think, than he's been his whole career lately. Uh, and then Deontay yeah. Johnson back. Yeah, I think – I think uh, Matt Canada is obviously the yeah the figurehead of why they struggle. But this team is too talented to be this bad. They have two good running backs, and Nadia Harris is good at least. I don't, I don't think he's great. I think he's good. Jalen Warren is good. They have two good wideouts, Pickens obviously, and then and then Deontay Johnson. This just this Matt Canada thing is just getting out of hand. Where they 
now it's more of a pride thing, I think. Like, we're going to make this guy work because you guys hate him so much. Right. They shout Fire Canada stuff at every at every Pittsburgh sporting event. Hockey. Yeah. They, they shout it everywhere. This team is done. Fan base is done with Matt Cannon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he he, he saw, feels it, too. I saw an interview I think he gave yesterday. He dropped, like, a cell phone or something. Or someone dropped a cell phone in the media cert, in the media pool, and he picked uh-huh. it up. And as he's picking it up, he said, "They'll finally, they'll probably find a way to blame this on me too." And he put, he picks it up, and you can tell this guy's feeling it for sure. Look, if the common denominator in every bad offense is the coordinator, you might want to look at the coordinator, buddy. Like I'm not oh. saying, like, look, you you had weapons, you've had first round talent, you have. If you can't make it work, maybe it's you. Just saying, this might be there. But, but, well, yeah, but what do I know? I'm just a guy on a, uh, on a podcast. It's going to be a great game there. I believe it's in – I can't find it, but I think it's in Tennessee, isn't it? Falcon, Tennessee. Yes. Uh, no, no, no. It, it, uh, it's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Okay. Those terrible towels will be rocking all night. Yeah. And you, Pittsburgh, they are an awesome place. To, I love when they play in, in, in great Pittsburgh. Great atmosphere. Yeah. Great atmosphere. The towels are going. It's, it's November. Gonna like, it's, it's going to start to get cold. A little cold. You want Derrick Henry in the cold against the yeah. This is oh man, game. this is football, yeah. baby. I football. love it. I, it's, yeah, Thursday night's gonna be a great game. Hopefully, I'll be back in LA. That'd be a great thing. How, how are you feeling about Al Michaels? I know Amazon gets these Thursday night games. Al Michaels covers it. Obviously, Listen. one of the legends, one of the legends of of TV broadcasting. He he, a former. Yeah, he's he's an absolute legend. Is he yeah. as sharp as he's ever been? No, he obviously isn't. No, um, yeah. but. It, I don't know. It doesn't bother me because he's Al Michaels. Like, we're just happy to have him. Because when he's gone, yeah. you're going to miss him. There's another Al Michaels yeah. in the pipeline right now. Yeah. And so, he's like. Up, he, he just showed a little bit of, of his age in these last couple of games. Like, I love him to oh, death. sure. I grew up with him and John Madden calling Monday yeah. football games. What a way to grow up. He does reference John Madden a little much for me. Um, but, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I love Al Michaels. I'm never going to get down on him. Um, I was uh, listening to the Eagle game on Sunday and uh or watching and mark schlereth was there and he's an absolute yeah. freaking idiot and so oh, calling games i know oh, you always he's a, he's a moron against schlereth yeah um yeah he's famous for pissing his pants and winning a couple championships 49 years ago but anyway um that's the kind of announcer i'm just i can't get enough of or i can't i can i have enough of al michaels don't know and then p- paired with herb street just a consummate professional it's fine Herb's just that he must know so much football. He does college and NFL at such awesome. a great level. You you listen to him during those games. He like he knows the NFL. He knows the roster that he's covering. Yeah, and then the you know the Amazon guys, the on the field guys, the Fitzpatrick, Richard Sherman. They're fine. They're okay. Yeah, fine. yeah. They're so fine. Pretty, um, so overall, a pretty good add to this. Thursday night football love- now has like they're getting a personality now. That's this is what yeah. they're doing. They're getting a they're getting a brand now. Yeah, I love where Monday Night Football is. I I think Buck and Aikman on Monday Night Football is just yes, that's because that's that's the American yes. pastime. Get those boys on there, let yeah. them go for the next you know fifteen years, whatever. And then next year, we, Brady's still looming out there. He's still supposed to be calling. Yeah, games. so we'll see what that's like. Yeah. Um, maybe Kirk Cousins is an announcer next year. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I, we'll Romo's been out shiny. Romo Romo was the was the hotness now? No one even talks about Romo. Romo needs to get himself in a, in a sexier network. CBS, it's like great, but you know, we're good with the with the, the yellow. He's got to become the right? the gold jacket. Yeah, the gold jacket. Yeah, we're, we're good. Him, on and, him. him and Jim Nance are very good. 
No, him and Jaden Hunt are very good. They're you just awesome. don't see them a lot because yeah, yeah, like I, I that's the CBS's dogs. But, yeah, but they're not going to comparatively them. to what we're seeing on Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football. They need to catch up. Absolutely. Um, that is the show for today. Awesome show. That was yeah. Fun. That was great. Yeah, fun today's show, show fun is show. every reason why I freaking love football. It's just such a good time now. Every week is just different. Like you get teams, you get teams that are three weeks ago we were I was literally saying the front are the best team in football. Now they've lost three straight. Like you, football is such a great thing to to cover because you could, any given Sunday, anybody can win. And the Broncos just give up 70 points to, to Miami, just beat the Chiefs. Anything could happen. It's gonna be a good time here. Um, this is Wednesday show. We will see you Friday. Recapping Thursday night football should be a good one. Also getting into Friday's questions, Sunday's answers, and uh, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, this show is dedicated to Josh McDaniel. I just I'm so I want to reiterate how happy I am that he's not head coach anymore. I'm Bronco fans. So I don't like the Raiders anyway. So bye, yeah, Josh dedicated McDaniels. to Raider I'll, Nation. I'll see you later, buddy. Dedicated to Raider yeah, Nation. Yeah, sure, Congratulations, sure, sure. Ding yeah. Dong. The witch is dead. Ziggler. McDaniel's out. I love it. I love it. That's very strong. See ya. Oh. See ya, buddy. We will, no, we will see you. We will see you Friday. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, have a good week. Bye.